Welcome to another episode of Negative Charisma. This is episode 28. Episode 28 is coming at ya, baby. So, last week a lot of crazy stuff happened, and, uh, well, you can tweet us about it on at negative C-H-A on the Twitter-verse. So, uh, you know, this just, this goes out to all of our fans in Croatia, you know, um, the, the Nigerian princes and, you know, all the, all the week of a Joes. So, uh, yeah, where'd we leave it last week? Uh, something, the note says something here about dragons and storms and, and, uh, giants. Well, well, that just sounds like a, like a BFG episode. Well, let's just get it right back into it. Let's get it right back into it, baby. So this is episode 28 of Negative Charisma coming into your ear holes, baby. So you all meet at the tower. Um, and head to the, uh, Fenton shows up with you, says his goodbyes to everyone, uh, before he's off to the west to attempt to figure out more what's going on in that forest, trying to find his lost men and so forth. Since you are working directly for the High Arcanist, it is free of charge, and you are teleported a few hundred miles, um, just at the base of the mountain range that separates this country from Coban's homeland. Unfortunately, there was never a tower built on the other side of the mountain, so this would have to be something that we traverse. There are, uh, as Coban knows, there are many different paths through the mountains. There's a way to go. You could go around them, which would take the longest by far. You go over them, which does require a bit of climbing and some treacherous terrain. There are also old, morbid mines that lead deep beneath the mountain. Um, so you can find yourself uh, on the other side. The mines have been abandoned for some time, so you're not sure exactly what would be waiting for you in the shadows of Moria. <laughs> Not actually called the Mines of Moria, but you know, you get it. I mean, I'm a I'm a mountain person. We've uh, we've had some PTSD with Gricks, uh, so I mean, I'm I'm cool with whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the second arc on that. I'm, I'm okay with not going into the depths. Isn't that faster? Oh Seems more. Yeah. In theory. Yeah. Right. It's always in theory. I know we've been separated for a while, Gil, but I assume that the theoretical approach doesn't always often is the opposite of what it actually should garnish. I know too. At least it has been for me. And Alexander, how is that teleport yes. to you? How are you feeling? I feel like an Adescalanadel. Sorry, I meant Alexander, how are you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling great. All right. Anna, should we go below or over mountains? Um, well, I prefer to be not underground, but perhaps that is my personal preference. I, I'm, I'm in alignment with you there. Alexander, 
How would you like to go? Underground. Underground. Uh, can I say that I uh, cast uh, Find Familiar this morning and uh, I asked Sharon Tate in my pants? <laughs> yep. Probably. Yep. Yep. Hey. Sounds like All right, we'll go about that. Sorry, Alexander. All right. So you begin to make your long trek. It will take a number of days uh, for you to fully make your way um, across the the mountain pass. It's a it's much cooler uh, this time around than. Um, your last adventures on this plane of existence near Wellspring. Um, although when tre- uh, trekking across mountains, it's the change in weather is incredibly harsh. One moment you're high up on the side of a mountain with the sun beaming down on you. The next moment uh, it can be snowing or hailing. Um, when you get to the deep valleys, it's very, um, you know, the air is very moist and the constant changing in climate is um, it's a little a little hard to get your bearings sometimes. Um, but the Lord of the Rings helicopter shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. We're in New Zealand right now, actually, yeah. guys. For sure. Or like it's the weirdest thing in the world because I did experience this when I was in New Mexico. Um, It'll be blazing ass hot on one side of the mountain and snowing on the other side. It's mm-hmm. real weird. Um, so you, you make your way, there's a few nights you have to make camp, um, and you begin to notice that there's a pretty large lack of, of wildlife, it seems. Uh, it's, you know, even um, in the mornings when you wake up, you, it's kind of this weird silence where normally you'd expect to hear various beards, but... It's There's just a beards around here, guys. It is indeed. Um, the, the, only, the only bird that you see on a regular basis is Chor, obviously. So as you're about halfway through the mountain pass, I need everyone to make perception checks for me. Yeah. Oh, right. man. Oh. On like shit this morning. This morning. Wow. Uh, 18. I can math. Well, what's up? Seventeen. So anyone over fifteen, you notice in the sky above you these large winged shapes. Um, In the distance, they're they're quite high up, but from how far up they are, their wingspan is incredibly impressive. Um, And as you're as you're walking, they seem to be kind of circling around you. And, and you get the impression after a while that they are definitely following you and keeping an eye on you. Does anyone tell me this? Yeah. Can you make uh, birds laugh? Creatures up there. Well, they don't right look there. like birds. Right there. Uh, okay. Oh, you see them? They're right there. Large leathery wings. How far away are um, they? Leveled up. They're a couple hundred feet up at this point. Since I leveled up, it's kind of very big, but I can just track monsters and um, I can learn one of the following pieces of info, either monster's name, monster's terrain, or a bunch of other stuff. Okay. Can I just do that? Um, I don't know. Make a, make a pers- uh, perception check to see, because it's very high up, so it's hard yeah. to see it. 16. Okay. Um, you think this is some sort of lesser dragon? 
probably a lot in the Wyvern family. I relay that. I think I had a waste of laughter spelling dragons. Do we try to move them, or is that... We can stealth, I guess. You can attempt to try. I don't specialize in dragon kind. No, and traversing. Walking? Yes. Across mountains? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, you know, something. You've done it more than that. Uh, yeah. Are you going to try to, I mean, it's. They're like really far away. Yeah. They're very high up. I mean, the the terrain here, it's not, it's not forest. There's not really a lot of, there's no canopy to go behind on there. What we could do is set up a trap. Okay. If you want to get rid of them right now. Sometimes it's better to be. The one on the offense instead of on the defense. Because offense is a good offense. It sounded like you said the best offense is a good offense. Oh. That is offense. not good offense. Yeah. So if you wanted, we could set up a trap. Um, and it could be friendly. That's all, but possibly. Possible. I mean, I'm okay. Are you guys walking and talking or are you stopped? We're walking and talking. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, would you like to Zarkon, Hedda, Alexander? I'm uh, deciphering how to, if we're trying to make, are we going to try to make contact with them? Well, I was thinking, did we want to set up a trap? And Yeah, yeah uh, what kind of trap? Well, I thought if my all, all but one of us could hide while one lays, you know, is out in the open and then the others would have some sort of surprise upon them. I don't think there's anywhere to hide. Have we, uh, have we, I mean, there are, like, large rock outcroppings and things like that. If, if one was to uh, be skilled enough, I mean, there's, there's ways to obscure yourself. I, I propose we could trick them, so, uh, if I can understand properly, wyverns are, like, baby dragons, right? They're not baby dragons. It's a different species. Okay. Cause, uh, cause, they're in the dragon family, but yeah. Because I could use phantasmal force to replicate any dragon or something we've seen before and draw it down. I don't know what that means, Harkon, but sure. Sounds legit. Yeah, is that some sort of magical ability there? Yeah, it's a uh, spell, a phantasmal force. Lady? That's why I used, uh, when I made it look like that one lady. Oh, yeah, you weren't there, Kovan. I made that one lady look like her uh, her husband came back to life. Um, so, yeah, there's that. All right, so what do you guys want to do? Sorry, go ahead and take a leap. Uh, I'm okay with that. What kind of creature should I make it look like? Do you want the rest of us to hide while you go do that? And yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll all be hiding. I'll just summon it out in the open, yeah. and how are we going to trap it when it's down here? You know what I mean? Well, I'm going, I will pass, pass on the cherries. Okay. Okay. 14. I lucky. So roll the 14. Is that, I rolled a 17 and then took a 14, so I'm happy with that. I'll take it. All right, and... You all have passed without a trace, so you add 10. 33? Oh, 35. Damn, 31. Take that, Zach. God damn you, Kovan, but you bastard ranger. <laughs> hey, look at that. Oh, it sees all of us. <laughs> oh, no. Whatever. Uh, are we over there? I forgot. Can you tell us all over? 
Uh, no, you never asked. Okay. There's about three of them. That's what I wanted. That's, I'm glad that I never asked. <laughs> okay. There are three wide like shapes. So you guys um, kind of take some time to like hide in the, in the crevasses of the mountain. There's some rocky outcroppings. You kind of all spread out, but not getting too far apart from each other as you will lose the effect of Pass Without a Trace if you're more than 30 feet away from the program, I believe. Um, so, what is the plan? What do you plan on doing? So, should I just make uh, something yeah, yeah. that looks like a wyvern or, or like that golden dragon? Because I think it's the only dragons we've seen. You've seen a copper dragon. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I'm just, I'm open to suggestions. <laughs> this is a f- we haven't been in the real world for a while. I know. So yeah, protected here. So yeah, I cast Phantasmal Force as that uh, a copper dragon. Okay, and what are you what are you making it do? Uh, you know, try to distract and be like, "Hey guys, what's up?" What's the what's the range that you can cast that? So it's sixty feet. So I can cast. So I can make it appear sixty feet away from me, kind of thing. Right. And then it's a save for them. Okay. What's the what type of save? Uh, intelligence. Uh, damn it. Okay. Yeah, intelligence. Wyvern's not the smartest thing. Oh, good. I thought they'd be smart because of dragons. They're more feral than dragons. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so are you making? You're just making it kind of fly in circles, or? Oh, I, I thought we were trying to trap it so that it comes down to us. So I was just going to make it okay. appear in front of me, and I, I try to get the copper dragon to beckon them down. Like it's okay. yeah. Um, when the form of a copper dragon appears and begins like kind of beckoning them down, um, you see the three of them disperse into three different directions. They're not happy. They, they do not come to investigate the the large dragon. They seem, judging by how quickly they flew off, fear it more so than anything. I guess that works then. Well, that, that's, that's good. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we uh, so a, we have uh, in a minute. We uh, he, he poofs. <laughs> All right. So yeah, the, the skies are now uh, skies are now clear. Um, you don't you don't see them any longer. Well, we did something. Good job, Darwin. <laughs> so you continue along stealthily, or yeah, you don't want to say anything. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. All right. So as you're moving forward, just everyone give me, uh, now that you're like moving out of your hiding places, now that you're actually moving, I need a new check. 16. Do we still add the number that we have, like the 10? No. Yeah, it's still plus 10. Okay. 19. 25. uh, 26. 36. 37. What? Jesus, Bart. How dare you? So you're, you're all able to move through um, <laughs> relatively <laughs> unnoticed. Uh, uh, eventually, the valley leads to what looks to be this kind of structure carved out of the side of the mountain. Um, you see, it looks like an almost defensive point in the middle of the, the mountain range um, to try to keep advancing armies from using this specific path. Would I know um, this fort or uh, whatever it might be? Yeah, um, and it was once manned by um, your people. Mm-hmm. And when you look, it's a very large 
like uh, Jurassic Park, like, you know, double doors that lead through it and patrolling the ramparts, seemingly not having noticed you, you see a number of large ogres and one one uh, fire giant as well. Wow. Fire giant. Am I, would I know that these, do they seem like these would have been from the area? Like these are, these are, or these are like, I don't have any idea where they would have come from. Um, or you assume they're likely part of the, of the amassing force. Yeah, okay. Okay. But you've never seen giants in these parts. Okay. Ogres, orcs, trolls, sure, but they've never had uh, giants with them yeah. before. Giants usually kind of, um, actually, you know what? It wouldn't have been a fire giant. It would be a hill giant. A hill giant. Yeah. Hill, hill giants live in the mountains, but they're usually they usually pretty much keep to themselves. Yeah. See, three three ogres and a hill giant. So I relay to the rest of the team that no, because I'm from the area, I'm probably past the area. Mm-hmm. That this is not what you would expect to find. Right. So do we want? Yeah. It seems like there's no there's no way really around this. It's, a fortified position that's specifically meant to block passage. Well, we have to get around it somehow. We're going I'm down with that. <laughs> Maybe we keep one alive to ask questions. So they're all about 30 feet up on the ramparts. I have the rope of climbing. Is there any, um, do I see any sort of, or you just know about any sort of like entrances into that would be like hidden from the normal now. What time of day is it? Uh, it's it's uh, it's still light out, but it's it's kind of right around dusk. So would you count that as dim light? <laughs> it will be soon. Would you like to wait? I don't know. I mean, I, we could have maybe bet and check the place out, but I think no matter what, we're gonna get caught and then have to fight everything. So. That's that's what the the giant looks like, by the way. <laughs> I wish we could see it, but yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be dark anyway. But yeah, um, he doesn't look like the brightest one. It looks like it looks like the one from the first Harry Potter. Yes, there you go. Uh, uh, yeah. Like almost exactly like that. The pinhead kind of look. And- yeah, yeah, that's that's about right. Is it alive? Is it? Uh, I mean, is it undead? <laughs> Damn it. No, no, no. no, it is a very much alive here, giant. He's not as big as the other giants we've encountered. He stands at about like 12 feet tall. Tiny. Compared to some of the other. The hill giants are the smallest of the giants. Okay. But Still not a small by any means. So are we just going to try to charge in? Well, well, you can start to sneak in, but Gil has her platform that she could use in a couple of minutes when it gets dim. I mean, I can just fly up there too. Take care of it all by herself. You know, yeah, yeah. Or we can start sending the rope of climbing up and yeah. I mean, go up that way. we can also fly, Gil. What's that? But we, but we, well, there's no way that Alexander's going to be able to do anything other than watch. You use the rope of climbing over that. Yeah. I mean, or when you go knock on the door and see if there's right Yeah, Copan doesn't have any other method, does he? I uh, could, uh, no. I can make, uh, blood and snakes rain from the sky and cause fear to all in I 60 feet. How many feet? 60. 
maybe later. Well, well, those who can fly can fly over, but the rest of us will use the rough fire to get up over there. Hey, it's not them late. Yeah, so just it might be by the time I wrote this up there. I'll start setting it up suddenly. Okay, around the corner. The weather I'll, I'll watch where you're going. Uh, I mean, they, they, you know, it's probably like 50 feet wide and 30 feet high. And you see the four of them kind of dull, just pacing back and forth. Um, like I said, three ogres and one giant. So it's on the top part? Up from where, from, that's all you can see. Yeah. All right, what's everyone else doing? So you're setting up the rope with the so it kind of slithers up the wall and once it gets to the top it just kind of like moves over the top it doesn't need to connect to anything right. since it's magical but you are able to climb it what is everyone else doing uh, well, i'm getting ready to climb yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go up yeah go first. all right yeah, i'm just watching i'm just watching guard i would say for the sake of it you probably waited until it was dim light because you can't fly until then so, so i don't know what you're going to do yeah i can anyone who's not within 30 feet of Fohan does not get the and oh your spell probably faded by now yeah. i'll turn into a bat and just circle all right, so you just poof into a bat and start flying around. Um, what's everyone else doing? I'm going to climb up and get up to the edge. Okay. Like, Are you going to recast your spell or no? Peek up. No. Okay, so just give me a stealth check. Um, I'll, I'll cast Seven. it. Seven. Okay, so you, oh, she's gonna cast you have to, you have to yeah. stay within 30 feet of him, though. Yep. Okay, so you're climbing the rope then, or you because you can't cast it and then change it to an animal, can you? Yeah, I'll just climb behind him. Okay, so just give me. Uh, well, you're using the rope climbing, so it's it's not that difficult. But give me a stealth check as well. Uh, and plus the ten, so seventeen. Yeah. Oh, so you did cast. <laughs> She's climbing the rope. Yeah. Alrighty, so you both start climbing the rope. Um, Gil's fluttering about as a bat. What are Zarquan and Alexander doing? I'm keeping my eyes peeled. Okay. I'm climbing the rope behind them after they get up a little higher. All right, give me stealth check with disadvantage. I wish I would have had that. Let's see how well I do the second time. Okay, 16. Well, yeah, 16. All righty. So with Coban at the front, you begin climbing up. And as you kind of... You try to keep quiet, but like scrambling up the side of this wall and remaining quiet is very difficult. So you kind of put your hand and begin to peek over, and you just see in front of you one very pale, hairy leg. And you start, and you look up to this large gut, and you just see these eyes looking down at you, a club raised above its head as it smashes down on top of you. Nice. Awesome. So excited. Alrighty. Do I see anything? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you see, but you can't talk because you're a bat. I mean, do I like, see anything else interesting before I decide the Yeah, like what else did you Other than my face getting smacked yeah. in by a pop. Like, ooh, what? Ooh, ow. Oh. <laughs> It's just basically a tree trunk. Tree trunk, yeah. That's what I expected. 
Alrighty, so he's going to give you an attack. So he lifts up and goes to smash down on you, and you put lock your feet against the wall and push away, and are able to just like swing out of the side. Anyone who's holding on to the rope, give me a strength check. So Alexander and Anna both give me a strength check. Oh no! Fantastic. We wait for uh, these. Alexander. I am 26. All right. Yeah, you hold on just fine. However, Anna, you you lose your grip on the rope and fall. Suffering six points of bludgeoning damage as you hit the rocks below. No, you're the one who kicked off and made the rope shake and oh, yeah. no, so and you kind of like kick to the side so his club smashes down and he raises it up to, to give it a second swing. It's a nine plus eight, so that's seventeen. That's seventeen. So that one hits. Eighteen points of bludgeoning damage as he swings a literal tree trunk down at you. This one, you're not quite out, able to get out of the way. It smashes down. It hits you and then, like, uh, propels you into the wall. Give me a strength check now. Just a strength check? Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. Five. You lose your grip. Yeah. And take nine points of bludgeoning damage as you fall 30 feet to the ground. Nice. All right, at this point, at this point, everyone roll initiative. They are very aware of you now. So, uh, did everyone roll initiative? I need 20 to 25. 23. All righty, 15 to 20. 18. I have 18. Oh, cool. What's your dex? Uh, plus two. Minus two. Uh, that's fun. Um, all right, 10 to 15. Uh, 14. 11. Alrighty, so Coven, you're going first. What do you to do? Alright. First, as my bonus action, mm-hmm. I will cast Hex upon the giant. Alrighty. What's that? Who would have known? Who would have known? Alrighty, so the hill giant is Hex. And I am going to give, don't I get to choose something? Mm-hmm. A strength. Strength ability. All right. He has disadvantage on strength ability. Um, and then uh, for my action, I'm on the ground, right? Third yes. Floor. You are prone on the ground. All right. I'm going to stand up. Yep. Dust myself off for a second. Sure. And then call forth my Eldritch bow from its pocket dimension. Yes. So you guys just see, uh, you've noticed that Coban hasn't had a weapon on him this entire time. And he just holds his hand out, and this finely carved bow just appears in his hand as if from nowhere. And I will draw back and shoot my Eldritch Blast upon him. Alrighty. So he's kind of looming over the rope at this point. Now, so he can, like just barely sees his big stupid head poke out over the top. And um, I am going to use my charcuter. Alrighty. Give it a go. 18 to hit. That definitely hits. They're not, he's not armored at all, so not particularly difficult to hit. Alright. That's 20 damage. Very nice. And for my second attack, I will use, yeah, I'll shoot him again with my Eldritch. Alright, go for it. 
with sharpshooter as well. All right. So that's not it. So your second one. Oh, that's you. Yeah. So your your second shot goes. Uh, the first one, as he peeks over, you aim and fire, and you see this streak of energy hit him right in the face, and he rears back. You go to shoot another one, um, but it just goes just slightly just wide. Slightly. Alrighty, so Gil. Where are the enemies? I know Hell Giant is right next to They're all just on top of this. Hell Giant, these are two of them. I'm going to land over here. Okay. Turn into me. Uh-huh. And then, I don't know, is that a free action? Bonus action, I okay. imagine. Then I will cast a game. Alright. Uh, is that a saving throw? Uh, yeah, it Natural 20 and a 17. They're both, minus, they're both minus one, but they still both save. Uh, 14 total. So seven. No, 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 that is seven. Oh, so they, they take 14. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So I rolled um, 10 and then 8. So it was 18 originally. Gotcha. Gil dive bombs down, turning back into herself, put it, puts her hands out, there's a series of uh, witcher hand gestures, and you see uh, now at the darkening light, bright flame pillar shoot out from her hand yes. scorching two of the ogres Alex it is your turn alright um I'd like to move up on the giant alright so it was, I'm gonna attack you were towards the bottom of the rope so we'll take you still have to climb up it would take about 20 feet of your movement to get up the rope okay um, and then how close is he from there He's like literally hovering over it, ready to smash anything that climbs. Okay, so up. then I can attack him. Okay. I, are you still? If you're still hanging onto the rope, you would you'd be able to have your sword out, but not your shield out. You need at least one hand free. So you would. Okay. You'd be able to kind of climb up. Yeah, okay. it'd, it'd be tough. You wouldn't be able to like just climb up and attack right away because you need both your hands free to climb. Um, okay. So you can climb up to the top, stop, take out your weapon as a bonus action and attack him, or you can try to actually get up on the. Um, I'm going to get up on the uh, pla- yeah on the top then. Gotcha. All right. So it takes all your movement to do so. So you're you're up, you're up right in front of. Uh, you're on the ledge, essentially facing the hill giant. I'll swipe at him then, if you're all right with that. Yep. Go for it. Okay, uh, plus numbers, 24. Yeah, that is. Okay, and then? And then Zarquan, you're on deck, and then followed by Anna. So that would be, uh, that would be six uh, points of damage, okay. and then I'd like to use my bonus action to, um, to smite. It was, it was already your bonus action to pull out all of your weapons. Oh, okay, all right, all right, good. Yeah, I think you can only just use regular smite as a free action. If you're okay. using a different kind, I think it is a bonus action. Okay, okay, that's yeah. what I thought too. Yeah. So. Were you still going to use a regular smite or no? Yeah, sure. Okay, so roll damage. Oh, one. <laughs> there you go. Okay, an extra one damage on there. So nice. Zarkon, it's your turn. You are on the ground, looking up at everything. How many feet am I away from uh, him, uh, the giant? And is anyone in my line of sight? Like, is anyone? Is are any allies in my way? Uh, yeah. I mean, you see, you see, Alex just climb, and he's standing like on the ledge of the uh, of 
the area where they were patrolling and with the giant right behind him. Okay. Uh, and it's a 30-foot climb to get to the top. Right, so I, I want to try to angle myself because uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to use lightning bolt on him <clears throat> so that he's 100 feet uh, away from me. But I, I want to like, you know, so I'm not hitting it's, people with it. With how tall the hill giant is, you can fire it over Alexander's head and hit the hill giant. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. And that's a dex save? Yeah. Five minus one, so four, so he does not save. Cool. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, so... Or half as much damage he threw. He didn't say that's the full damage. It's okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The thirty-six. Okay. Thirty-six. Okay. Damn. Nice. All right. So Zarquan takes a couple steps back. How do you fire a lightning bolt at Zarquan? Uh, you know, like kind of like uh, like um, what what am I trying to say? Uh, Team Rocket, like like one raised leg. A little bit of this. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Gotcha. So you fire, and as the lightning bolt arcs forward in the air, it kind of takes a Z-shaped path and strikes right to the chest of the gun. He staggers back for a second, crackling around him. Uh, not enough to down him, but he's he's looking like he's definitely taking some, some harsh hits. Uh, Anna, it is your turn. You are on the ground. All right, I am going to uh, pull out something that I haven't pulled out in a while. Gross. And, right? Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and do my enhanced form, so oh, that costs a level four spell slot. All righty. Um, so I get fast movement, so that's plus 10 to my speed, so I'm 45. Okay. It does and, take half your movement just to stand up from being thrown. You fell off right. the rope and you landed crumb. This is what it is. Um, and then, yeah, I'll, I'll do. Can I? Can I make it up in one climb? Takes half your movement speed, so half of forty-five would be twenty-three. We'll say so. It wouldn't you? Wouldn't quite have enough to climb up to the top now. All right. Well, then I'll just. Oh, I guess I already used my spell slot. All right. I guess I'm just on the rope. Okay. I mean, do you, yep. So she stands up and you see um, her take her like Super Saiyan 4 form where she's half and a half um, bear uh, with her hair elongating. Um, and But there's like kind of a magical crackling effect around it as she begins to find the rope. I mean, you can use your full. Well, is it a bonus action? That's what I'm saying. Is it? it, No, it's a full action to to transform. So you just kind of. Yeah. So you you go Super Saiyan, and then you begin climbing the rope. You'll be able to make it to the top next round. So now it is the giant's turn. And he is going to attempt to shove Alexander back off. Good. That's what you should do. So I need a strength check from you, Alexander. Natural twenty. Nice. Uh, what's your what, what's your the, these kind of checks? Natural twenties just need twenty. Um, what's your strength bonus? Oh, my strength bonus. Yeah, that'd be that, right? No, it's a plus three. Plus three. 
Okay, so 23. All right. So he kind of reaches down with one hand, um, you know, this massive hand that's larger than your entire torso, and he just uh, starts to push back. But you, before his hand can connect, you get your shield in the way, and you're pushing back as he's, like, bearing down on you. You're, you're holding fast for now, but you can feel as he starts to push his weight into you, um, it's a lot. It's very heavy. <laughs> um, gotcha. So that's his turn. And at this point, um, two the two ogres that you blasted with fire turn to you and charge at you, Gil. So they're going to use a full round of their ogre attacks against you. So they all have spiked great clubs. They're going to each get two attacks on you. I got plus six. Oh, yeah. They definitely both hit. I got a 15 plus six and a 19 plus six. And then on the other guy, an eight and a six, so a 12 and a nine. So one of one of them comes up, swings, misses, swings, misses. The other one comes Can I up. Repost one? Sure. You do your stuff first. Okay. And then the other one does get his hits in. This is bludgeoning, so it's minus three. So eight. So twelve. That's already with the minus three. Whenever I give you the numbers, I'm yeah, I'm seeing. And thirteen. And then our last one of them. Yeah. Uh, fourteen plus. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, the AC on these guys is not high. Are they monsters? Uh, they are. Um, they're technically. Ogres are technically also giants. Okay. He's not a monstrosity, though. No. Okay. Large giant. So not silver. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I would say I don't know. silver I sword would probably still work. Okay. I'll use that. And then Koban, you're on deck after the, the final ogre uh, gets his turn. 15 damage on Alrighty. And the second ogre is going to run up. Um, while while the hill giant is trying to push Alexander, he's going to take two swipes with his great club. Uh, that's a twenty-two and a natural one. So uh, one hit. So um, so so you take twelve points of bludgeoning damage, and then as he goes to swing with his second, he whips really badly and loses his balance, but he's able to not fall off. So you see him like kind of like teeter on the edge for a second, but he's able to regain his composure and not go plummeting off the side. Kovan, your turn. Gil on deck. Am I uh, within 60 feet of yeah. the giant? They're, they're 30 feet up, so yeah. So I'm going to pull back my elder club. Mm-hmm. And the arrow will be a crystalline arrow that's, that's blue in color. Oh. I'm ready to shoot up. And I am casting my frostbite cantrip. Oh. Ready? And. That is, it has to make a constitution saving throw. Hill giant? Correct. Yeah, he's constitution as fuck. Yeah, I'm pretty kind of but also, uh, he rolled a 17 plus 4, so he um, succeeds. Yes. <laughs> on a failed save. So that's like nothing, no, nothing. Bill and Cantrip, so you oh, right. never so, you fire this ice uh, arrow at it, and as it's coming up, he, he looks up last second and raises his giant tree trunk up and just bats away the attack to no effect. Anything else, sir? 
Okay, so Gil with Alex on deck. I'm just gonna attack whoever's in front of me. Got two ogres, both kind of. Uh, does one look rougher? Yeah, the one you were passing. I will attack that one first. Gotcha. Uh, 17 minutes. Yes. 17 minutes. 17. He's looking rough. I'll attack him again. Uh, 13 hits, actually. Oh, actually, no. Yeah. Stacey's only 11, so yeah. Actually, more than just hit. Oh, snake eyes. 11. 11 damage. Oof. He's not looking good. Damn it. Did you hit him? <laughs> you were very close. Damn. If you would have rolled a little bit higher. Snake eyes. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, anything else with your bonus action or anything like that? Uh, Nah, okay, really cool. Alex, you are up. Sarkon's on deck. All right. I'm going to hit him again. All right, so yeah. As he's been trying to push you, and then he kind of rears back and just raises up his club ready to strike you again. But at that time, you're able to get your sword out and make a strike with your own. Okay, so... You roll 12, and yeah, so, so it's 19. 19? Does it land? Yep. These guys are not hard to hit. They just... A lot, of okay. a lot of hit points. Uh, what do I do with that die? And I would like to use a Wrathful Smite. Alrighty. So what does that do? I need to roll a d6 real quick. You want to hand me okay. that? Alright, so uh, numbers. So 5 plus so, so 6. Plus 1. So plus seven. 1. So 7. Okay. I rolled really bad. And then, and then what uh, the Wrathful Smite does, the next time you hit with a melee weapon attack during this spell duration, your attack deals an extra 1d6 psychic damage. If the target is a creature, it must make a wisdom saving throw or be frightened of you until the spell ends. As an action, the creature can make a wisdom check against your spell. Save DC to steal it's resolved and end this okay. spell. Alright, so you hit with that, so it needs to make the save now, or the next time you hit it. Yeah. Okay, wisdom save. He rolls a 14 minus 1, so it was a 13. What's your spell, DC? 16. Alright, so he is now frightened of you. Okay. Alrighty, it is Zarkon's turn. I didn't know you were gonna do that, but uh, so I do a I do a rain of uh, I do a rain of yeah rain of uh, terror uh, okay. wisdom Sweet. save of uh, fifteen for everyone yep up there yep. so Alex Gill I'm down below yeah wisdom save wisdom save yeah. up there. Oh, she saw a rope. Uh, and is climbing up the rope. What's the what's the radius on that thing? Uh, sixty feet. Oh, well, I just oh, I assume yeah. it originates from the sky. So <laughs> no matter what point you put that at, you're basically hitting everybody, including like Cohen yeah. yeah. and wisdom saving. Everyone wisdom saving. What's your spell DC? Uh, well, the, you you wrote on the paper that it's a, it's a save fifteen, but my spell DC is seventeen. Okay. Well, okay. yeah, because you're you're casting it from from that. Yeah, That's the book. book. Okay. So, yeah. And so, who all rolled less than fifteen on the wisdom? Me. 
I did. I rolled a 14. So <laughs> you, you are now afraid as well. Of what? Like, pushing down? Yeah, are you afraid of me or the just uh, afraid of the blood and snakes? There, There is current, there's, uh, so the way this spell works is awesome. Is it's begun? It be, you hear Slayer. Yeah, yeah. Blood and snakes, and anyone who suffers this fear effect is frozen in place. Whoa! This is effective, Dark One. That's awesome. All right. I rolled the twenty-one. Damn it, Dark One! I had to try it out. Is on that? No, it. Yeah, no, I, I didn't see a duration on it. Okay, but there's a there's a ba- there's a baneful attractor that's a level four, it's, and that's for that's for three rounds. So I don't know if that was. What was the name of the spell? Uh, rain of rain of terror, like you know, rain like the water. Yes. Yeah. I modified a lot. Okay. Yeah, because oh, yeah. on the on Baneful Attractor it says three rounds, so I don't know if that was going to be a basis or something. Yeah, we'll say that. We'll say it's the three rounds. Just for shits and giggles. So we can move this a lot faster. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, it was hard to find. All right, I'll use the rest of my movement to get up there. All righty. You are unaffected okay. by the, the blood snakes as you're able to see past Arkham's trickery. Correct. And then, um, how close together are these guys? Um, well, as you make it to the top, you're basically having to almost, it's difficult because Alex is standing right at the top, so it's kind of difficult for you to move past him. And the hill giant right in front of him, and then directly, like, five feet to your right is another ogre, and then maybe 20 feet away are the other two ogres with Gil to the left of you. Okay. Um, so if I put a 20-foot radius and a 40-foot high cylinder, I just hit one, two. What are you casting? Ice storm. You're going to, can, you can hit multiple things, but someone in the party is getting hit no matter what. Alex, make it Alex. Or me, you know, I like uh, don't care. Your choice, Anna. You could you could cast you could cast it on initiate him with some aggro. I can't. I can't cast it. If you hit the hill giant and the ogre, you're also going to hit yourself and Alex. If you cast on the other two ogres, it's going to hit Gil. Do you have something that's more precise? What if you cast it directly on Alex? (laughs) <laughs> all right then i'll i'll cast um cone of cold on the on the big guy that's in front of a face how's he looking about uh he's he's roughed up but he's not on death's doorstep but uh, after cone of cold <laughs> he might be. all right so you get to the top put one hand down i really enjoy the image of crazy blood right now yeah right in frozen blood. snakes get to, get to the top put your hand up and blast uh well, they're illusory. They're not oh, okay. real. Okay. Whoever the illusion is working. Yes. So give me a. Is it a save? I'm assuming con. Uh, yeah, Constitution. All right. DM knows his stuff. 
14 plus 4, 18. Yeah. That's dope. Yep, just makes it so it's half damage. Alrighty. Roll that damage. Roll that damage. Roll that. Get that. 11. So, uh, 30. Alright. And that's the half number. Oh, no, sorry. 15. Okay. Still good. Raise your hand up and this blast of cold strikes him. He's able to get his club in the way to intercept a good amount of the damage, but he he definitely, um, you know, he takes a step back and he's, you know, part of him is frozen. He's slashed open. He's afraid. Not a good day for this. And then uh, with my... With my bonus, with my bonus action, uh, I would like to uh, cast Magic Stone and throw a Magic Pebble at the All right. So you reach, in your, reach into a little satchel at your side, pull out a, uh, a nice polished round stone, and you chuck it up right at his big stupid face. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, so 18 plus 9. I'm pretty yeah. sure my pebble hits him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Magic pebble. Yeah. All right. It's seven. Seven right. points of damage. So yeah. he's, he's, you know, rearing back from the cold. He's looking terrified at the paladin. And then he looks down at you, and all he sees is a pebble just boink right at his eyeball. <laughs> so he closes one eye. Rawr! And he's just having a, just a bad day. He's just turned um, it is his turn now, and with one eye closed, um, he takes a step back from Alex by being in his... What's that? Any character? Yeah, scared of Oh, with the snake's blood, yeah. So he can't actually move? So he's just going to try and smash you. <laughs> okay. Wild animal. Yeah. Uh, that's a natural 20. Yes, oh, good. Oh, no! And an 18 plus 8, so they both hit. Smashy, smashy. Okay, this is not gonna be. This is not gonna be good. <laughs> and it's going down. You're, are you not over the wall yet? Yeah, she's up on. The she's wall. on. She's over the ramparts. Oh boy! Thirty-nine points of bludgeoning damage as he he just wildly swings down in a complete and utter panic. <laughs> he races up again, seeing that you are not smashed into pace. And he lets out a roar and swings down again, feeling Well, it's a good thing that enhanced form gives me 30 extra HP. And then does another 16 with his second strike. Uh, so wait, it's 39 plus 16? Yes. Ouch. Because he both attacks, one of them critical. Ouch. Indeed, ouch. The other ogre that's frozen in place... Um, uh, sees the giant swinging down and smashing you and he attempts to join. Uh, 15 to hit? What's your AC? Oh, sorry. Um, my AC in my enhanced form is 19. Nope, on that. And then 18, so just barely misses you. So that ogre's done. Both the, uh, the other two ogres who are facing up against you are going to take their swipes. One is a 17, so it just hits. And then... So out of the four attacks, two hit you. One from each guy. Two. 
So they have this. I will repost the view that's about the gun. Okay. Uh, so his first attack misses you, so repost. Uh, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. So that negates his attack. So he's got about it. It's already over 10 damage. Yes, two Okay. Squeesh. Yeah. I overkilled him. Yeah. So he go. He went to swing once, and he sees an opening in your defense and goes to swing, but before you can do it, your sword just goes right through his neck, and he falls dead. The other guy does get a hit in on you, um, dealing a paltry six damage to you. Coban, it's your turn. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, shoot my eldritch arrow at the giant. All right. If it wasn't for sharpshooter, you, you would have you would definitely have cover at this point. That's the first yeah. Yeah. yeah, but um, that yeah. is finish. Yeah. All right. It's it, yeah. <laughs> There's not one. No one else. What's what's your attack bonus? Plus eleven. You would have to roll a, and that's a lever. Natural one, not <laughs> uh, That is, um, in my Colossus Slayer and my Vex. Oh, baby, he's chewing the dice. Uh, hey, give me back that dice. How dare you? He's going to poop out the D10. No D10. So as Coban takes time and um, he he draws back the bow and a spectral arrow shows up where a normal arrow would be and it uh, what what color magic is your hey, hey, hey. an orange okay. so an orange streaking energy flies forward and you don't even see it make impact with the with the giant's head it just seems to go straight through it and you look back at the giant. There is just a smoking hole where his face used to be, and he back on his back. Collapsing. Can I attack one of the ogres from my second attack? Um, from where you are, you wouldn't yeah. be able to see them. Then I just start making my way over. Uh, sorry, I'm going, sorry. Uh, I probably step back from the wall to be able to attack. You, I would say if you use your full so. thirty feet of movement to get back, you can see the ogre that's next to Anna. Okay, then I'll, then I'll, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. All right, you're on deck. Gil, you're on deck. Uh, that is a 20 to hit. Yep. And keep in mind, Zarquan, if you want to drop the effects, you can. Uh, okay. Uh, that is um, 16 points of damage for that. Okay, he has not been hit yet, so. First blow. <laughs> yeah, he is not moving yet. Okay. All right, Gil. Surprise, I'm going to attack him. Mm, there's one over left in front of you. 20. Yes. What's your attack bonus? Plus 10. So you would, yeah, you, you'd have to roll a natural one not to hit at all. Are you giving me this count? Wait to go. Uh, 17, oh. 17, very nice. And I hit him again. Yes, as you do. 19 on the second. Ooh. That's he's, he's not looking good. All right, Alex, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to attack him. The, well, the giant's oh, By down. the way, 
Yeah, the, the one that's left. There's only one ogre, right? Yeah, near you, correct. Okay. By the way, uh, he's been forgetting that he has an extra attack. So, yeah, I'm going to roll twice now. Okay. And a D8. So, not a D10. I yeah, I wasn't sure if Paladin's got extra attack. All right. So, yeah, give me two attacks. It's 16 plus seven, so I'm assuming that hits. Yep. Okay. So, 14. 14 damage. All right. And attack number two. Yep, here we go. Uh, actually, I think that's a three. Hold on. Three. It's a three. I don't think I hit, do I? Well, hold on. No, uh, eight, nine, ten. Ten. Ten just misses, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so that would be your turn. So, yeah, uh, that ogre is now turning its attention to you. Uh, we got Zarquan's turn with Anna on deck. Just, there are, there are two, two ogres. One who's engaged with Anna and Alex, and the other engaged with Gil. Yeah, you got two attacks. You can if you'd like. Uh, just need to use some of your movement to, to get back a little bit so you can kind of see up and over. Yep, yeah, both hit. Nice. I'm pretty sure you'd have to roll a natural one as well. <laughs> so. Do I get sneak attack on that? Uh, you can do sneak attack once per round. Which one would you like to use sneak attack on? Uh, yeah, the... Uh, uh, I guess the one that's stuck with Anna, I guess. Okay. A little damage on that. Well, uh, 14 on, uh, on that guy. Okay. All right. And then, uh, and then nine on the second. He's just barely holding on. All righty. So at this point, they can't really, they would probably retreat, but they can't. They're kind of frozen in place. Uh, he's going to, the ogre that's, is going to give desperate, uh, desperately one attack against each of you, um, Alexander and Anna. Um, yeah, wow, actually. Um, and then he misses you, but he rolled a 19 plus four against Alex, so that one nice. is right. Okay. He needs a good, he needs a good beat. Yeah. <laughs> so Alex, you take 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. 18, 19, 20, 21 hits, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 hits as well, right? Me? Yeah. I'm going to empower plan on one of them. Okay. On the first uh, one, we'll say. Yeah, what was the first one? Uh, well, actually, one, one, uh, there was an 18 and a 23. Okay, so on the 18, it adds 3 to my 18. Okay. So then it would be missed. Correct. And then it's empowered, so it can take two six force damage. Okay, so he hits with his first strike, so let me roll damage on that. 13 points of bludgeoning damage, and then roll damage. He actually don't need to, actually. Eight. So he hits, and then he goes to hit again, and you put your hand up, and this um, magic shield surrounds him. And as he strikes it, the shield erupts in energy. With his one hit point that he has left, he is just eviscerated. You basically see his skin just disintegrate off the body, and he falls a smoking corpse. I spit on him. (laughs) Yes, you do. All right, Kovan, it's your turn. Is there any left? Yeah, one ogre. Oh, there's one. Oh, I thought that was last ogre. Nope. Uh, Do I see him for more of that? 
Uh, yeah, again, if you didn't have sharpshooter, it would be very hard because he's engaged with Alex and Anna. But with your sharpshooter, though, we were going to take a try. All right. I'm going to take my um, requisite. And he is wounded. <laughs> I said, so the slayer on the first one. I assume. Yes, correct. Unless you roll a natural one. Yeah. So, so I'm going to move my axe to. Yep. It's, yeah, same as on this one. You can move it. As a bonus action, though, it does cost two bonus action. Okay. That's good to know. Um, that is 19 points of hit. All right. How do you want to do this? Awesome. I just want it to go right under his jaw so that his whole head just kind of pops off. Gotcha. So as this ogre is engaged with you, Alex and Anna, it's raising its club to make another strike, and you just see this zip of magic striking right under the chin, and his head and brightens just go <laughs> splattering out. Um, hey. across, your, across your very polished, nice armor. <laughs> Alrighty, so as the battle is concluding, um, you look around, there doesn't seem to be anything, but you hear this incredibly loud roar come from the skies above. You look up and you see this massive blue shape in the sky. Uh, it, it, it swoops by and kind of comes down closer to your level, but you can't really get in the canyon. It's massive 60-foot wingspan. Holy Not really a lot of flying tight space. But what you do see is an adult blue dragon. Oh, uh, <laughs> blue dragons being the lightning variety, by the way. And atop its back, um, something, someone riding the dragon. A massive custom uh, saddle. You see what looks to be a 40 foot tall storm giant atop the blue dragon's black. It comes strafing down at you with a blast of lightning dragon breath. And as it opens its Mom, to blast you. We will continue next week. Wow. Oh, no. Now we're going to fight a blue dragon. And uh, a storm giant right now. A blue dragon and a storm giant. We're going to run away. Or you could strategically withdraw. It is up to you. Yeah. We're going to fight him like a The wyverns went to get the buddy. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oops. Uh, oh. Um, <laughs> This this would be pride. Well, this has been another episode of Negative Charisma. Yeah, you've been listening to episode 28 of Negative Charisma. been so nice to have you and uh you know as always the 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 master of many many of three or five voices dungeon master to the to the to the game we call D D, cold brewstead we got our we got our uh we got our players sean cornwall he sure be corny you know what i be saying 
got our other players. We got we got one of our producers. We got Rachel Bald. She be playing people that be murdering people and whatnot. And then uh, we got that other player. We got we got that Jacob Bone Traeger. He also be a producer. You know what I be saying? And as always, you know what I be saying? You picking your. Uh, you can be tweeting us on the Twitters at negative C-H-A. Let us know you be listening to us and, you know, maybe we be listening to you. You know, you know what I be saying? I am highly offended by the everything that just happened there. And uh, I apologize to everyone in Croatia. Sleep tight. You know what I be saying? <laughs>